What's up, mortals? This is Awesome Myths and Monsters. I'm your host, Phil. So listen up, because I'm here to learn you a thing or two. In this episode, I'll be talking about Narcissus. Narcissus was a hunter from Thespia, known for his beauty. If his name sounds familiar, it's because he's where we get the term narcissism from. If you didn't think that name sounded familiar, then I don't know, go read a fucking book. He was the son of the river god Cephasus and the nymph Liriope. Narcissus was like the best looking dude around. People all over, men and women, just threw themselves at him, but he rejected all of their advances. He was only into himself. But these people were so obsessed with this guy that when he didn't love them back, a lot of them just committed suicide. They were all heartbroken. And the story he's associated with starts out with the curse of the nymph Echo. If the word Echo doesn't sound familiar, then really, go read a book. So as we've covered before, the main driving force of Greek mythology is Zeus's refusal to keep it in his pants. This story is really no different. As the start is Zeus going down from Mount Olympus, and he likes to hang out with various nymphs and bang them. Echo is just one of his many consorts. Hera gets suspicious as to why Zeus keeps coming to bed drunk every night at 3 a.m. smelling of perfume, so she goes down to investigate herself. Zeus, being a big man and king of the gods, is absolutely terrified of his wife and urges Echo, a nymph, to protect him by distracting Hera while he gets laid. So she does this by going on and on and on in a super long, drawn-out conversation. Zeus is able to, like, get his rocks off and go back to Mount Olympus without Hera ever actually catching him. Hera, unlike a lot of the other people, isn't that dumb, so she finally realizes that she'd been played and decides to punish Echo for it. Since Echo was so long-winded and distracting her, she takes away her ability to start a sentence. Echo, from now on, can only parrot back the ends of a sentence she hears, a.k.a. Echo them. See what they did there? Eventually, Echo comes upon Narcissus while he was out on a hunt and immediately falls in love with him like everybody else does. He calls out who's there and she repeats who's there. He basically keeps calling out phrases and she can only repeat those phrases back to him. She's like the most annoying kid in fifth grade. Eventually, she reveals herself and goes to embrace him, but he shoves her away and actually tells her he'd rather die than let her enjoy his body. She's heartbroken and runs off crying. Eventually, she prays to the gods about the whole situation, and Nemesis answers. Nemesis is the badass goddess of revenge. While Narcissus is walking by a lake, he bends down to take a drink and is absolutely smitten by what he sees. Yes, he falls in love with his own reflection. He's even worse than Vanity Smurf because he doesn't take breaks. He doesn't move from the spot, he doesn't eat, he doesn't drink, just keeps looking at himself, falling deeper and deeper in love for all the things that everyone else admired him for. Now, personally, I would love to hear the sweet nothings he whispered to his own reflection. Probably sounded like the ramblings of some madman. I'm so handsome. I'm so strong. I'm so suave. My IQ is one of the highest. I'm a stable genius. Maybe he justified it by saying something like, I'm speaking with myself because I have a very good brain and I've said a lot of things. Crazy, right? Anyway, even though Echo can't save him, she's still madly in love with him and watches as his passion for himself literally eats him away. 
Like, he can't bear the heartache of his love not being able to be reciprocated, essentially putting him through the same struggle that he put others around him in. You know, kind of like a awesome, ironic twist ending. His last words to himself are, I loved you in vain, farewell. After which Echo also says, farewell. Eventually his body slowly wastes away until nothing is left but a white and gold flower. The Narcissus flower. Echo, having watched this, eventually wastes away herself, leaving behind only her voice. My question this time is, where did they come up with this shit? Like, I just told you a story about unreciprocated love and a man who was cursed to love himself too much and died in the most melodramatic way possible from a broken heart. And what was that story for? To explain the fucking flowers down by the river. Greek's crazy, man. Like, similar shit is all over Greek mythology. Crocus was accidentally killed by Hermes and turned into Saffron. Chloris, goddess of flowers, found the body of a dead nymph, turned her into a rose. Phyllis died of a broken heart, turned into the almond tree. Orcus committed sacrilege by trying to rape a priestess and was torn apart by wild beasts. And what was left? An orchid. Daphne fleeing the advances of Apollo and praying to her river godfather was turned into a laurel tree to protect her. Lily was fleeing the advances of Priapus and was turned into a lily. So yeah, the Greeks saw flowers and thought either someone died here or someone was almost raped here. Or in the case of Orchid, both. So yeah, they thought flowers were depressing as fuck.